Sunday Drive listeners. It is us, back from, I guess, a very long drive. Yeah, a very long, very boring work, workful drive. Work trip. Yeah, <laughs> in which we worked. And we ate ice cream, but we just didn't have time to talk about ice cream because we were working. So just to refresh your memories, I'm Kara. And I'm Tara. And this is season two of Sunday Drive. Woohoo! <laughs> so today we're going to talk a little bit about our most recent adventure up to the People's Flavor Awards put on by... By Brain Freeze Creamery in Spokane. You'll hear a, hear a brief interview that we recorded at the event. So hope you like it. All right. Okay, I'm here with Tom and Julie Purdom of Brain Freeze Creamery in Spokane, and we're at the People's Flavor Awards. Yay! Yay. Which uh, Kara is a finalist for. Can you tell us really quick about your flavor, Kara? Um, I picked the weirdest flavor possible and made mango, <laughs> cilantro, jalapeno heat thing. 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 <laughs> it was decent. So, we uh, changed a little. We used we used habanero instead of jalapeno. But. Yeah, it's probably a better idea. Yeah, a little more of a kick to it. Yeah. So, yeah. you guys have been making 20 ice cream flavors that you've never made before for the last how long? Two weeks. Oh my gosh, yeah, two weeks. Probably. probably. Yeah. Okay, so tell me how that's gone. Uh, a little crazy. <laughs> it, yeah, well, it's because the weather's getting nice, and so our stores are getting busier. So we we're dealing with. Uh, that the ramping up of the, of the stores. Plus, we're like, here, let's just make 20 flavors we've never made before. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no big deal. It's all good, but we have a good crew, and we just yeah. do what we can. <laughs> what were some of the trickier flavors to to get right? Do you know? Oh man. The. Well, the cilantro mango for sure was was a challenge. Um, just to get the flavor right. Yeah. The roasted pears was we did the we did a roasted pear. Yeah, that was a good one. I like that one. That was really fun. The one was saffron. Yeah, the saffron pear. Because that, yeah, because it's saffron so overpowering, you can only yeah. use a little bit. And probably the blueberry know. basil bourbon was a little bit. That was crazy. another one we were big fans of. Yeah, well, because it's not him, but yeah. Bourbon. <laughs> yeah. Right. And bourbon. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I would eat anything with bourbon right. in it. The leprechaun was my winner because it had bourbon. That, in actually, beer. that one was <laughs> that one was trying to get the balance on that one was was a little tricky. You know, yeah. it's like too yeah. much beer, not enough beer. Trying to get. And then there's the. You know, it's it's when you when you make the ice cream and you try it like in liquid, it tastes different than it does when it just comes out of the ice cream freezer, mm-hmm. and it tastes completely different after it's hardened. So you have to have a little bit of like ESP or or be able to predict the future <laughs> a little bit. It's like okay, well, it tastes good here, but it'll taste even better at the end. You know. Nice. True. So and so the People Flavor People's Flavor Awards. This is the first year you've done it, yes. right? And it was wildly popular. It was. It was like it was super pretty fun. good. I mean, we got about 140 entries. Okay. Uh, and it was not easy to pick 20. Yeah. Um, not easy at all. Was it just the two of you who picked, or what was? What no, was your we process? did. So it was us, uh, Julie and myself, uh, and our our kids, and then our store managers. Okay. So. Yeah. Was there any fights? Was there any like, no, we all want this one? Um, there was a little bit of of, you know, why'd you pick that one kind of thing. But... Yeah, why'd you pick that one? No, we want this one. So we had actually, so we had the first round of voting, and then we had to have two tiebreakers after that. Oh my were, goodness. There was tiebreakers. Yeah. 
so just among the group with yeah. what it would be. Yeah. Oh, now yeah. I'm curious. So, um, what? Why was? What was your thought process behind having people people's flavor awards at all? It was. I don't know. We just needed something new because it was like winter and gloomy. Winter was long. And, mm-hmm. Especially yeah. here was really a long winter. It was just kind of. We needed something new. Yeah, cool. we wanted something different. Kind of to get people excited up. about ice cream yeah. and, and ready for the summer and, and get people back involved in it. And yeah. I think nice. it worked out pretty well. Yeah, especially where you guys have expanded in the last year or two years. Year? year our South Hill store will be a year old okay. uh, next week. Okay, so yeah, this is perfect timing to get people in the ice yep. cream mood in Spokane. Um, what are your personal favorites of the ones you've made? Uh, I am partial to the blueberry basil bourbon. Um, the butterscotch waffle cone and the, um, uh, the hazelnut crunch with the Nutella in it. Yeah, that was my yeah. son's favorite, I think, other than the coffee, which right. I wouldn't let him have <laughs> co- well, the, the problem with ice cream is asking me what my favorite is is like asking me what my favorite child is. Yeah. You know, it's <laughs> no. like when they're standing there, you can't say anything, but um, <laughs> I don't know, I just like them all. They're all our creations. They're all... And you guys already have such unusual and expansive flavor options yeah. that this just fits right in. What about your favorite, Julie? What'd you like? I definitely like the butterscotch uh, waffle cone yeah. and the no-bake. Yeah, that, that one was, was that was a nice surprise, the no-bake. I thought that was pretty good. Um, that was fun. Were there, can you reveal to us any that you both really wanted that didn't make it to the finals? Or were you were you among the tiebreakers? Well, I don't know. Um, I'd have to go back and look at the list again. Uh, yeah. The, uh, the, the popcorn. Oh yeah, the, the kettle corn. Ooh, that's unique. Yeah, yeah that'd be tricky to get texture right. In the texture, yeah, yeah. We thought I, actually when I saw the flavor come through, I had already figured out how to make it. Yeah. So we'll probably end up making that anyways, because I just think. So what were some of the most challenging flavors to make? You said the blueberry basil was really hard. Was there like mix-in elements that were tricky with any of them? Or? Well, again, you know, it's it's 20 flavors that we've never made before. Yeah. So things like. Um, no bake cookies. We made all the. Well, Julie made all the no <laughs> yeah, bake cookies. Um, Eight batches. Oh my god. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know the the roasted or caramelized peaches. I mean everything was kind of a special ingredient, a special mm-hmm. yeah, process. Um, the cutting up of all the the candies. Oh, the oh, candied yeah. oranges. Oh boy. It wasn't supposed to be candied oranges though. It was supposed to be. Um, Else. Candied orange peel. <laughs> the peel. Oh yeah. yeah, but the candy. I thought it worked like they were chewy, but the orange yeah. flavor is better than it would have been with yeah. just the peel. Yeah. yeah. Well, so that and that's the you know I mean, we had to take a little bit of artistic license with the with the flavors, especially when you know candied oranges. Well, what does that mean? Yeah. Yeah. Because so. people just gave only so much detail, yeah. really. Just oh, like that's one thing. Cool. Yeah. So then, uh, at the end of this process, all the winners get two pints and a T-shirt and tickets to this event that we've been enjoying all day. Uh-huh. Um, what What will you do with the winning flavors? They will uh, like the well. There's an overall winner too. Okay. And the overall mm-hmm. winner for sure will be featured in our case at the stores for the rest of the the year. Yeah. Um, we will have extra of the all the finalist flavors, and those will rotate through until they're gone. Okay, nice. And then we're we'll, gonna do a plaque. They may make an appearance okay. again. Yeah, if, if there's yeah. some that really just yeah. are come become near and dear to you guys yeah. too. Yeah. So, my last question is: Is is this gonna happen again? I think so. Yes. Awesome. I don't see why not. <laughs> Yeah, very cool. It kind of can be a signature thing. So, awesome. Thank you guys both so much. Thank you. 
Okay, so that was our interview with the Brain Freeze Creamery folks uh, telling the story of their People's Flavor Awards. And you probably caught this in there, but just in case it wasn't clear, Kara was one of the People's Flavor Awards finalists. Um, though I have to confess, I thought your ice cream was super gross. It was. Um, I don't know if it was necessarily gross. It's definitely an acquired taste. Yes. Um, I still have the pint that I won <laughs> in the refrigerator, and it's been a month, guys. I think I've maybe had two scoops of it. Yeah. But um, they added jalapeno at the end, and it was a cream base. I think there's ways to improve it, either making it a sorbet. Yeah. Or maybe not using jalapeno and using a little bit more, um, maybe like red pepper flakes or something to that accord. Okay, see now there was, I have seen somewhere, um, actually I think at Abby's in Coeur d'Alene, I saw that they had a mango spice, or mango cilantro, might not have had a spice. They either had the spice of the cilantro, but not both, um, sorbet. And I think I really do, because mango sorbet is really good, but I don't know that mango cream-based ice cream works very well. Yeah, and it was funny because it's kind of, um, I ate that ice cream actually um, with a very sweet cake. Oh. Yeah, made a Krispy Kreme cake from a mix, and the sugar was overwhelming. But mixing those two together, because it was kind of an angel foodie type cake, Uh hit perfectly because you had something to combat the heat. I don't know if there was enough sweetness either in the ice cream to eat it by itself, but the after heat of it was a slow burn. And you didn't re- I didn't really taste the cilantro. No, you really couldn't. Like, it would just probably, probably a good thing is I think, so, I, I like cilantro. So, like, when mm-hmm. you made the cilantro lime sorbet, I like that. Um, but I don't think that the grassiness of it would work with cream. Based. Yeah, so it's interesting. I think, you know, there's a di- it was funny to see how they translated it. Yeah. And yeah. I definitely um, put the put that flavor in there because I knew it was weird enough to get people's attention. Yep. Not necessarily it would be good enough to win. I but think, you were like, I want to eat that. You were like, I'm going to win. <laughs> yeah, it's a gaming of the system, I think, a little bit more where it was like, yeah. okay, let's make this weird enough that, like, they're going to be like, yes, let's make this because it was super odd. Yeah. And believe it or not, off of the uh, lime cilantro that I made last year, I get more pins from that on Pinterest than anything else we've ever put up there. So we Hmm. even get pingbacks on our WordPress blog that's kind of been dormant um, from that. Yeah. Yes. Well, that's cool. And hopefully help now that we're we're going to be less dormant for the summer. Like, um, because I have eaten a lot of ice cream since August. And every time I intended, I was like, I got to write a blog post about this. And it just didn't happen. But I, I think that this is why we are hopefully wisely embracing a summer schedule. Because um, I guess all the previous whining about work, plus I'm in grad school, plus Kara runs and operates her Etsy business, and, like, I have children. And, and, and I'm co-changing, and I moved into a new house. Yeah. It's really, it's not, we're not busy. No, not at all. No, you no. know, this whole leaning in thing, I just don't know Oh, I'm where it's from. Like I'm going to go take a nap just thinking about it. I also I also sleep eight hours a night and read a lot. I reserved that. <laughs> and I eat a lot of ice cream. It's just, I think it makes more sense to, to contain the public advertising of the ice cream eating. <laughs> Other than a little bit of Twitter and Facebook and Instagram maintenance, which we managed to do. So you've taken a lot of good ice cream adventures. Yes. And I think yeah. people who have followed us on Instagram and Twitter have kind of seen it. Yeah. What has been the best ice cream you've eaten since 
I'll say August? I'll say since August, but you can also just do most recently if you need to. Okay, I'm gonna do a really quick recap okay. of everything. So I did an Oregon vacation in November, and in Bend we went to a new gelato shop there, um, which of course I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head, even though it was fantastic and it's right downtown Bend. Um, and there they had a uh, a bourbon brown uh, bourbon brown butter I think that was amazing and just all of their gelato I had a really dark chocolate I sampled a lot like my new strategy whenever I walk into an ice cream shop is I ask if they do samples and of course they say yes oh and they always say you can sample as many as you want and I say do you mean that because <laughs> I will and I will sample all of them because there's never anything that I want to miss. Um, I like usually restrain myself like I leave two or three <laughs> just so I don't look like a complete crazy person um, but no everything I tried there was absolutely fabulous um, and then we were over um, in Salem area but then went up through Portland specifically to go to Cloud City ice cream which my friend Marcus recommended which is out like in a strip mall by Safeway in some neighborhood of Portland I've never been to before um, and so you know it doesn't have the like sexy downtown flair of salt and straw and I do love salt and straw but it is amazing and they have creative flavors and they're just fun and they've got this bright mural outside and I had uh, the unicorn which is like cream cheese and red velvet cake and that was awesome and um, I don't know I got a massive cone because I got two split scoops but they were they were essentially it was essentially a four scoop waffle cone if you look back on our Instagram <laughs> big huge four scoop waffle cone and I did eat every last bit of it and it was wonderful and they have really wide waffle cones specifically for that purpose <laughs> um so that was awesome and then let's see um other little things here and there I went to um I my son and I were in Coeur d'Alene for a day and so we went to Abby's Ice Cream and the Sweet Peaks, which is a, Sweet Peaks is a Montana chain that now has a location in Coeur d'Alene, and they're literally right next door to each other, so we had two scoops of Abby's, and then we sat outside for a few minutes, and we went in the Sweet Peaks, and we had more ice cream. Um, they both had their, uh, Abby's, they also had a bourbon-based flavor, because I just, I'm a sucker for alcohol and ice cream, especially bourbon, and it was very good. Um, my son, though, had a um, chocolate orange sorbet that he was, he still talks about. It, it was so good, He was, and it was very good. Did they call it Tiger Stripe? No, no. Now is Tiger Stripe a sorbet, or is it a cream base? I cannot remember for I the life of me. I think that's what made this unique, is that it was a sorbet. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, so I'm assuming that means there's not dairy in it. Um, but it, yeah, it was fantastic, and he really liked that. And then uh, we, at, at Sweet Peaks, so I liked the I like the service and the atmosphere better at Abby's, but I did like the ice cream better at Sweet Peaks. Um, and my son had like a gravel road one that I had, I don't remember, brownies and chocolate chips and other stuff. Um, and I had their Huckleberry Lemon Cello, which, and I am picky about Huckleberry ice cream. And that was very good. I liked it very much. Um, so, yeah, all in all, it was fun. I want to go back to both places very much, and I'm, I'm hoping that we can do a little Coeur d'Alene mini trip and interview people up there. Um, this summer and yeah and then otherwise let's see I, I was in Montana last week and I had uh, Wilcoxon's ice cream which is like a hundred year old ice cream oh wow like uh, or something they're very maybe maybe not a hundred maybe it's like 80 or 50 or whatever but an old ice regional ice cream manufacturer that then ships to spots and so it was very you know traditional classic stuff they have some fun flavor names so we had um, 
Montana moose moss. My sons and I all had Montana moose moss, which is pretty much, it's a, you know, classic green mint base with fudge swirl in it, but it was really good. And they had, you know, some other, lots of animal named ones and some fun flavors. But I guess, let's see, if I have to sit here and decide the very best ice cream out of that pack and I'm sure oh oh and of course Panhandle Kona coffee because I make my like seasonal pilgrimage there um, they have a new flavor called Sasquatch mm. that is a honey base with a little bit of uh, either spruce or pine oil in it and you really like you can't quite taste it but you know it's there if that makes any sense but the honey is really strong in it and then it has a granola ribbon um, which is really good like it's got and it's got big chunks of seeds in it and huckleberry ribbon and it is awesome, um, but mostly I just, like, it was very good, but I got a Sasquatch ice cream t-shirt because it brings together two of my great loves. Um, and then their, their fa my favorite seasonal flavor for them from summer is the Mary and Berry Coconut. And I'm going to go ahead and say that that Mary and Berry Coconut is the best ice cream I've had lately. Though, if the memory of the gelato and Bend was closer, uh, Bona, that's, a, or bon, Bona, Bona, whatever. Bonta, Bonta Gelato. If if that memory was closer, it would have been my favorite, I think. So, whew, recap. Yeah, recap of everything. Meanwhile, I'm sitting <laughs> here like, what ice cream have I had? So I will say I've been falling into um, Safeway is now carrying Snoqualmie. Yes, on Snoqualmie's a good. On a regular basis. And they'll have the two for five bucks pint deals really? all the time. Text me next time that happens. <laughs> I will. So um, most recently I got, and I can't remember the exact flavor, but it was brown sugar and chocolate chip cookie dough is pretty much the flavor. Yeah, it's it was, yeah, that one went really fast. Yeah. I have a cardamom and something else in my refrigerator right now that I haven't touched yet. I'm running a lot, so I eat. I go through a lot of pints of ice cream at yes. the end of the day. <laughs> I'm hoping the summer gets a little warmer, so I will feel like eating ice cream. Yeah. I haven't quite gotten there. So I still feel like eating ice cream when it's cold, but I'm, it's less of like a destination. Yeah, thing. I. Though I did walk two miles to Baskin Robbins the other day. <laughs> that's true. I I will tell you like, there's still times when I'm like, okay, it's time to go to Dairy Queen because I want to know yes. what that Blizzard flavor it is. I still don't yes. know what Guardians was. No it was clue. delicious. No, I ate that. I was in because we don't have a Dairy Queen in my town, and I was not in your town. I was in another town, and I went to Dairy Queen while I was there. I like I knew they had Dairy Queen, and was like, I'm gonna go get myself a Guardians Blizzard, and it was good. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think they've changed it over, so I'll have to see what the new one yeah, is. Yeah, it was like caramel and cookie dough and brownies. It's just like all the good crap cram in there. Just in there. Yeah, they have, I think, cotton candies there this month, and I just know that's not going to be what yeah. I want. I think I'm going to want it, maybe if they put, like, Pop Rocks in it. My kids will like that. Yeah, but yeah. it's not going to be. Oh, holy crap, I left out an entire leg of my ice cream. Boston. Recent. No, I left out Boston and Seattle. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you should finish your stuff, and then I'll go back. No, that's, yeah. That's I, just how it's like how the last six months. Okay, so I did go to Boston, uh -huh. and, um, because we were, like, trying to cram as much as humanly possible into the days I was there visiting my friend, um, and I couldn't tell her, like, I only want to do ice cream things, like, we had other cool stuff to do. Um, I did manage to have ice cream twice, so we went to a uh, local chain there that has sites around the city that has a weird name that I cannot remember right now, something and somethings, um, and I had it uh, before getting on a train at, like, 11 o'clock at night, and it was a... Um, like a black cherry and chocolate flavor. Ooh. It was purple, or what they call it? They call it purple rain, I think, or purple yeah. something. Purple, purple haze. Um, and it was delicious. It was very, very good. And they are, they're, that 
um, that chain promotes themselves as the inventors of the, like, chocolate-dipped, stuff-dipped waffle cone. And oh. so you can get, like, all sorts of random crap under waffle cone, but I just went with, with sprinkles because I really like waffle cones with chocolate and sprinkles. Um, and then we also went to Cookie Monster, like, which is spelled with a Boston accent, and got cookie ice cream sandwiches. And this was the biggest cookie ice cream sandwich of all times. So it was, like, two huge chocolate chocolate chip cookies that were perfect that that were like the creamy on the inside crispy on the outside soft chewy wonderfulness um filled with a mint ice cream that was absolutely fabulous and it took me like 45 minutes to eat it because it was so giant and it's like and it required care and i had to go to the library and wash my hands after i was done with it it was awesome um but then in seattle and this is why pop rocks kicked it off um I went to, I was in Seattle for a conference, and I was meeting up with a friend on the first night I got there, and I decided I would take the train to the top of Capitol Hill and just eat ice cream my whole way down to where I was meeting my friend downtown. And so I went to Kurt Farm Shop, and I had the florist cheese and the plum, and I tried a bunch of other flavors, and you know, Kurt, Kurt Farm Shop is probably the best ice cream that I've ever had, like anywhere, anytime, and that's uh, just as far as pure quality and simplicity. And that florist cheese is amazing. That that's that's the best ice cream I've had lately. We'll say that. Um, and then I went around the corner to Cupcake Royale, and I had what did I have? I've had so many good things at Cupcake Royale before, and I know I had something good. I think I got their strawberry because it's strawberry season in the Northwest, and it was really good. And then um, I walked downhill a little bit to Trove, and now Trove we had sampled mm -hmm. at the ice cream festival last year, and we had just little samples. Um, and I actually got one of their full parfaits. I have mixed feelings about it because the individual components were all fabulous. And this is where the Pop Rocks come in. One of them was homemade lime Pop Rocks that were really sour. Um, and there were rum marshmallows that were freaking magical. And there were these little, like, homemade mango gelatin cube things that were freaking magical. Um, there was a pineapple... So on top of the ice cream itself, which was a mango that was too mild for my taste, and it was a cream-based mango, which I already kind of said I'm mm. super big on, um, and there was, like, a pineapple custard on top of it that I also, like, that's because I loved, I loved all the components separately but not together, but it maybe I got really, really sick on that trip, like, shortly after that, and I think by the time I hit that point, I'd had an absurd amount of ice cream, and I was getting... I was getting sick. I had uh, a horrible virus that made my head hurt really bad. And so I think I maybe was out of the ability to enjoy anything stage at that time. Um, what was the name of this parfait? Because it sounds like it should be like Pirate's Booty or something uh, like that. No, it was. It was something with rum. It had, I think... It had a pun in the name. It was punny. Okay. Yeah, it was something with mangoes and rum, and it was it was good. Like that's I want to go back to Trove, um, and they only have usually I think like like two in shop and two carry out uh, parfait options at a time, and where we tried their their Scooby Doo at that's what I want. I want to eat that. It was so good on that little sample sample we had. Oh, and I, I can't even remember that again. it. 
because it had the the ube ice cream and it had like a pound cake and it had something gooey like i love that they they play with texture like i think that's really really cool i don't know why this particular parfait just didn't marry well for me but all the ingredient components were just really interesting homemade pop rocks just as fascinating yeah. oh and it had like this this dried pineapple flake spear thing in it yeah all of it was fascinating it was it was really interesting um and now I'm sitting here trying to ask myself if I did have, if I had one other ice cream on that trip, but I don't. Oh, I did! I totally did! So then, late, the very end of the trip, I walked to Fremont. Okay. For, just because I felt like walking to Fremont. Um, and uh, I had, I, I intended, I was like, I'm just going to go see what ice cream I can find in Fremont. And I know that there's a bluebird there and some other things, but I first found Fainting Goat Gelato. And Fanning Goat Gelato, I had a flavor that is uh, mastic, so it's it's got like like frankincense in it or something like that. I don't remember. It's very it's very aromatic um, mm. and a little funky. It's a goat cheese mastic, and I love goat cheese, so that was also awesome. And I bought a T-shirt from them because I'm trying to expand my ice cream T-shirt collection until all I wear are ice cream and university T-shirts. So, who I just added like how did I leave out four legs? Okay, I'll stop talking now. We can talk about other things. Well, I guess we can move on to ice creams we've made lately. Yes. What are we What are we making? I'll go first. Okay. So, I my mom wanted to see me make ice cream when she came up and visited because she's never seen this in her life. Apparently, the way I make it. So we bought a whole thing of fresh strawberries from the farmers market. Yeah, and they actually they went so quickly because they were so fresh that it was good that we made it the next day. Yeah. Because they were already very ripe. Yeah. Um. Used my Jenny's base as usual, the cream cheese, um, roasted the strawberries. Oh, so good. Forgot to do buttermilk, so just did normal milk, should have done the buttermilk instead. Um, but the only thing I forgot to do, and I kind of started kicking myself halfway through it, was I completely and utterly forgot to put a little bit of alcohol in there so it didn't freeze hard. Yeah. It froze hard. Um, we were not able to eat it with our pound cake that day. So, I don't think they even got a taste. I left it out for a while. But, um, stored in the refrigerator and it was fine. Good. Had a couple hours. So, it's still in my refrigerator currently because I'm making my way through all my random flavors of ice cream (laughs) that are currently stuck in my refrigerator, including the chipotle mango jalapeno ice cream. Um, so, yeah, that's what I've made lately. I'm hoping, I need to go branch out a little bit more. I just haven't haven't really been trying to eat a little healthier and I love ice cream yeah I'm really close to trying halo I I keep seeing that store because where my husband is uh, dairy free they are dairy free um, but he also like he wants ice cream that is as close to ice cream as you can get so I've been buying him the, the Ben and Jerry's dairy yeah. free. Um, the halo I don't know I'm maybe yeah. I hope it's if it's indulgent and it could be yeah, I'm going to have to probably, like, check it out. It's got, okay. like, lots of protein in it. And as a vegetarian, like, That's I kind of want to eat ice, oddly want to eat ice cream with protein in it. Then it's a meal. Yeah, right? Yeah. That's what it counts as. <laughs> what have you been making, Tara? Um, so I, I haven't made a ton. I made a rhubarb lemon sorbet, which is um, an ad- adaptation of a rhubarb orange sorbet, or rhubarb or ginger sorbet recipe that I found that I adapted, so it's rhubarb lemon, because I really, I love rhubarb, I don't want my rhubarb hiding behind other things, um, and that I, we shared the recipe for last summer sometime, and that's always a big hit, I'm a rhubarb nut, and so in one day I made rhubarb crisp and rhubarb 
bars and rhubarb sorbet. Um, but then it is my birthday this month, and I make myself my Junior Mint ice cream with a Jenny's base and green dye and Junior Mints. Um, and I keep thinking, like, it keeps popping in my head, like, I had this as a child in an ice cream shop, and yet I have never seen Junior Mint ice cream anywhere. I've seen ice cream with cut up peppermint patties in it, but it's not the same. And everybody, like, every movie theater in the world has frozen Junior Mints now. Why is nobody making Junior Mint ice cream flavors? Yeah. Or is someone, and I just haven't noticed. Maybe we, but that would be something you would pick out, like, immediately when you went in, right? Yeah. Like, oh, that, yeah. if you saw it, you would go I in. I would be like, I'd probably cry, tears of joy, and then choose yeah. Junior Mint. It's kind of like, so this is also kind of random, but um, I rode my bike to Troy and back, uh-huh. and it was hot when we got there, and they had frozen Snicker bars, and that was Aww. something as a kid I remember, like, you know, yeah. trying to sneak those before my mom ate them all type no, situation. I worked at a summer camp, and I used to stash Snickers bars for myself in the camp freezers because, yeah. or they're microwave, microwave for 10 seconds. They're equally good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and these are the ice cream bars, too, so they're even oh, better. Okay, so, yeah. yeah. They also, we're so, I'm so off topic, but they're also doing these, Ben and Jerry's is doing these slices. Okay, now, I've heard that those are amazing. They are. Okay. They're so good. This is what I ended up eating okay. before I rode 14 miles back because, you know, ice cream. Um, my family looked at me like I was ridiculous because I'm oh, sitting here so eating ice cream. You have to be cream. fueled to ride 14 miles uh, on a bicycle. We're gonna, we're, it's going to be fine. They're like, all right, you're, is it your stomach going to be upset? No. No, it will not. <laughs> we'll be fine. We'll uh, fortify you. We'll be good. Um, but yeah, it's, yeah, you think there's like stuff that you know you'll recognize in places. Like, I feel like if I saw the Superman flavor, like, I might not get it, but I would recognize that it was there. Yeah. Yeah. There, there is, there is. That, I mean, that's why a lot of the ice cream makers make all the same stuff. Like, the people who are really innovative is really fun, but nostalgia is part of ice cream, and childhood is part of ice cream. And so, yeah, like, that's why I love lemon custard, because that's the other one I always got when I was little. So if I'm somewhere and they have a lemon custard flavor, it's not just that I love lemon, it's that it, like, also makes me feel warm and happy and seven years old. So Yeah, it's funny, because I don't think I get as many of the flavors as I got as a kid, because I had really bad taste as a kid. I also ate, like, a lot of, like, oh, that's got pop rocks and rainbows in it, and that's what my kids love. Yeah. Though I still, I loved daiquiri ice at Baskin-Robbins when I was little, because I lived up the street from Baskin-Robbins. Yeah. And I still love daiquiri ice. Huh. Yeah. I don't... I remember... <laughs> this is such a random memory. I used to go to, um... I think it was Red Lobster. Okay. And get non-alcoholic strawberry daiquiris. Yes! And it was, no. like, a huge treat for such me. Such a treat. <laughs> just, like, syrup. Yeah. <laughs> that was just such a weird thing you for know, a little kid to do. with a strawberry daiquiri sorbet with fresh strawberries and enough rum that you can taste the rum would be delicious. I need to, like, figure... You need to make that. I need to make that. Also, I have a huge amount of tequila in my alcohol cabinet right now. You can make a margarita ice cream. I guess we can make... I could try something with that. I think it'd be good. I mean, tequila makes me want to die, but I'd still eat some of that. Tequila and creme de mint, for some reason, are the random alcohols we... Creme de mint. So, there's a hamburger stand in the little town next to my little town when I was a kid that... um, Actually, when I was a teenager... That had the saucer of ice cream that they piped flavor juice along the outside or like stuff, so that it was essentially just vanilla ice cream, but they can make like twelve different flavors. And they made cream de menthe cones. And I used to, I used to drive my great grandma around a lot when I first got my <laughs> driver's license, and we always went there because she like they had like a McFlurry type of thing. I don't, I think they might have just called them flurries. Um, 
she liked those, and I could get my cream to myth cones That's and drag so my great-grandma around. That is so funny. <laughs> so before we walk down memory lane anymore, we probably should just wrap up that We probably should. I can talk forever. This is I have six months of podcasts pent up inside of me, Gary. <laughs> uh, so I'll put, a, put an ending to this. So okay. it was great talking to all our listeners again. Okay, um, yes. We hope you've come back to we us. We hope you'll come back. We'll be a little bit more active this summer. But, yeah, shortened summer season because – that's when you want ice cream. Yes. And uh, so don't forget to check in with us on Instagram and Twitter at Sunday Drive. And to, um, or is, are we at Sunday Drive Podcast? I should probably know. I think we're Sunday Drive. I think we're at, yeah, we're at Sunday Drive. To look us up on Facebook, Sunday Drive Podcast. You go to our website, sundaydrivepodcast.wordpress.com. Uh, and zip us an email at whatever the heck our email address is, because we changed it. We I think it's Sunday Drive Podcast at Gmail. I think it is, but you know what? Probably just check the website check first the website. and try to contact us there. And uh, <laughs> we would love to talk to you, and we hope to bring you. Um, I, th- I think the tentative plan is June, July, August season, and go from there. So thank you, listeners. Thank you. Bye.